Welcome to another episode of Before You Kill Yourself with your host, Leo Flowers. I am Leo Flowers. Today I want to talk about how to widen our perspective. I did a show with the infamous Jackie Cation. She's very funny. She's one of my top five female comedians. Top 10, 15 comedians of all time. Uh, My top five, if you're wondering, would be Wanda Sykes, Kathleen Madigan, Jackie Cation. Um, Who else is in there? Oh, this is going to eat me up. I know I have Rachel Feinstein, Feinstein, Feinstein or Feinstein. And there's another female comedian who, oh, uh, Michelle Wolf. It's my top five right there. Very funny uh, group of women, very funny group of comedians. But Jackie Cation is one of those comedians, her just like Kathleen Madigan, it's the first time I heard and saw them, I was like, I'm, I'm with you. To the, anything that you release, you put out, I'm watching, I'm listening to, I'm all in. And she has never let me down. She has maybe three or four specials out. But anyway, I bring uh, Jackie Cation up because we had a discussion in the green room at the Mic Drop Comedy Club here in San Diego about how she got on the elevator and the guy on the elevator with her, not that they were together, but he was already on, he had a Blue Lives Matter t-shirt on. And she had on a Antifa t-shirt on. So those of you who... Um, don't know what you know about Blue Lives Matter. You know, it's, it's part of like the whole Black Lives Matter kind of deal, where Blue Lives Matter is basically saying that the lives of the police officers matter. You know, so th- they're the blue lives, right? And that's the T-shirt that this guy was wearing. So he's like, Blue Lives Matter. And then you see people wearing the Black Lives Matter, and then you have people wearing the All Lives Matter. And then you had Jackie Cation on the elevator with her Antifa, which was really, she had it spelled Aunt Tifa, right? Because she, she's a little older. But Antifa is a left wing, anti fascist, and anti racist political movement in the United States, right? And it just basically consists of a highly decentralized array of autonomous groups. She mentioned that they're both on the elevator kind of looking off into the ether until their floor arrives and then he gets off and then her shoulders drop and she exhales and she goes on to her floor. And I go, you know, that would have been a wonderful time to have a conversation, to discuss what does Blue Lives Matter mean to this person? Because not everybody who wears a Blue Lives Matter t-shirt have the same 
perspective on what Blue Lives Matter means. As not everyone who's wearing an Antifa or Aunt Tifa t-shirt have the same perspective. So we can all be part of the same group, but have a different perspective. You know, you think about like a military group or a football team where, yeah, you all want to win the game, but you might have a different perspective on how to achieve that or what that means or why you're there. So I want to talk about how do we expand our perspective? And the reason why I'm, I'm delving into this is with suicidal thinking, it leads us to believing that there's only one solution. There's only one way out. There's only one way of handling this. You see this with suicidal ideations. You see it with addiction where the, this, your drug of choice is the only coping mechanism that you have, is the only way of getting you through this. There's no other opportunities or alternatives presented before you. So I want to talk about how do we widen our perspective so that we become more aware of what the opportunities are and what the different solutions that we can have and and how other people have coped and dealt with being in a similar space. One way to widen our perspectives is to read diversely. When I talk to people and they tell me about a book that they're reading, I immediately just add it to my Amazon. Not that I buy it immediately, but I put it into my Amazon shopping cart as a thing to buy next. And when I'm doing this, and if I don't buy the book, I at least listen to other people talking about the book. You know, there are so many podcasts where you don't have to buy the book. You can... You can buy the book, or you can listen to the author talk about the book, or you can listen to people talk about the book, you know, who are book reviewers and things like that. So reading diversely is not just about reading, um, you know, different kinds of books. It could also be uh, exposing ourselves to a, a wide range of books or articles and opinions from various authors and cultures. You know, as you know, exploring different genres and topics helps us to gain insight into an array of perspectives and experiences that then starts to feed how we see the world. Right now, I'm reading War and Peace, and I'm going to be saying that for a long time because... <laughs> It's 1,200 pages, and it is a lot of it is in French. So it's a, and not and I don't speak French, so I have to read the translation of the French. Uh, basically, I'm going to be reading this for a year. So uh, <laughs> you're going to hear me saying, "Right now, I'm reading War and Peace," and, you, and I'm not bragging. It's it's a tough thing to uh, slog through, but so beautifully written. 
And um, it just, the, the, you know, people are dealing with real life. And, I, you know, I didn't grow up in Russia. It's set in Russia um, during the war, the French Revolution. They're fighting Napoleon. So these are experiences that, I, you know, I've never had and hopefully never will have of marching and firing a cannon and, you know, duels and, um, you know, having servants, you know, all, all these different experiences that they have and being on a ship and riding a horse. And I mean, these are things that I, those are some of the things I, I probably could do, but, um, but, but also how they navigate their relationships, the, the, the hurt, the loss, the love, the excitement, the, the joy, the pain, the worry, to see how they are balancing more than one emotion at the same time. It's, it's just beautiful to, to just read diversely. And, you know, you can use a library card. You can um, read the backs of cereal boxes. <laughs> I just like to read. I'll read. I'll read anything. Anything that's put in front of me, I'll read it. Um, and it doesn't have to be something like Tolstoy. It could, if you you know, if you usually are reading um, fiction, read something nonfiction. If you're reading horror, read something light. You know, um, read a comic book, but just mix it up. Just just pick a different genre opposite of of what you've been reading um, to kind of expose yourself to something different um, and different perspectives. Traveling and uh, you know, experiencing new cultures can be like that. And travel doesn't have to be that you have a passport, get on a plane. It could be traveling to a different neighborhood, you know, checking out the the slums or the, you know, the Beverly Hills of your area um, or, you know, different coffee shops. Just check out different neighborhoods, different stores, stores that you, or, or even traveling to different restaurants that you typically, you know, wouldn't eat in. There's so many different ways that we could physically travel, going to a different movie, even going to a different movie theater if you love the movies. Um, that's that's a way of traveling and kind of smelling and immersing yourself in a, in a different culture. So it's not just about or you know eating at somebody else's house for dinner. Go to go to your neighbors and uh, and eat dinner or lunch. You know, all these different ways that you can experience new cultures. There's so many different restaurants, you know, at least here in San Diego. There's like uh, New Zealand and Chinese and, you know, so it's like trying a different food so that you can or even going to an international grocery store to see what spices and herbs and foods and vegetables that they have. When I go to the Japanese uh, international market, I'm always shocked. I'm like, I, they have so many different vegetables that I've never even heard of that I, I get excited to try and mix into other um, recipes. And we can also, you know, expand our perspective by engaging in meaningful conversations. At, going back to Jackie being on an elevator, you know, that was a opportunity to really have and yes i get it those conversations can be heated um an elevator ride is a very short ride so you know how deep can it get but 
it didn't even have to be the conversation didn't even have to be about blue lives matter and antifa it could have just been hey did you catch the game today or the weather is wild even that small little entry would have been a way of humanizing this person instead of objectifying or demonizing or idolizing or you know whatever zing ing thing that we do when we don't really take the time to engage with the other person we're just judging or assuming um, based off of external factors so you know spend some time talking to people of different backgrounds and, and beliefs whether it's you know talking to children Talk to people younger than you. Talk to people older than you. Talk to people of a different shade or, or who went to a different kind of school. Um, and just just have them talk about their life and their experiences. Um, you know, and if that's too daunting, you know, even watching, you know, these documentaries that are on YouTube or Netflix of people who you're in your brain, you're like, there's nothing about um, this this documentary on the surface that I'm interested in. Watch it anyway. I was like, I had Amy Tan uh, documentary in my queue, my Netflix queue, forever for for like a year. And I was like, man, there's nothing that's gonna be whack. And when I tell you, I was so surprised at how good it was and how much I learned. Um, I, w- I was very grateful that I took the time to learn her story because it wasn't just about her stories, about the Asian American experience in, you know, here in America, but then the Asian experience in, in China and, and where she grew up and then learning about her mom. And I mean, I was just like, wow, just really opened my eyes um, to, to all these different, you know, perspectives and, and ways of being, which, you know, brings me to the next point of how do we expand our perspective? Um, we can just practice empathy, you know, just practice putting yourself in someone else's shoes to try to understand how they feel, how they think, what motivated them. This is why, like in school, you know, we did book reports and sometimes the teacher would ask you to pick a character and write about that character and and what motivated them to take this action? And what do you think they felt in this moment? Um, a lot of times we don't do that. We just kind of react to what people are doing instead of really taking the time to understand what people are doing and why. And understanding what someone does is not the same as uh, condoning what they do. I can understand why you stole a car without condoning you stealing a car. <laughs> right? So, uh, it, you know, practice empathy. Practice putting yourself in, the, you know, you can practice putting yourself in the shoes of a tree, of a bee, of a flea, of a, <laughs> of a me, I don't know. <laughs> So it doesn't just have to be uh, a person. It can be an animal. It can be uh, something in nature. It could be your garbage can. Like, 
Like, what is just, I mean, really, honestly, take a few minutes to think about, like, the, the world from the perspective of your garbage can. <laughs> that's just such a, a, a funny, ridiculous, or your toothbrush. Can you imagine what, <laughs> what your toothbrush says about you uh, while you're sleeping at night? Um, but also, you know, we can learn from history. Reading history is a great way for us to widen our perspectives because, you know, historical events, they have an impact on present day. So when we understand what's happening or what's happened in, in history, um, I think this is why, like, we love movies like Oppenheimer, you know. So, I mean, it's like all the, the theaters at least here, like sold out um, for days to see this time in history. But learning from history helps to widen our perspective because we get to see how other people handled similar situations. Even if we're going back two, three thousands of, of years, right? I mean, there's a reason why people still read the Bible and the Quran and the Torah these historical events still the stories the themes of of love and family and 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 grief and hope like all those things still are happening today uh of of death and murder and 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 embrace and loss and longing and i mean none of that changes you know we're, we're we're trying to get to Mars or colonize Mars or some other planet, and we're still going to be faced with our demons. Our demons will still be with us on that journey, right? But so will our hopes and our triumphs and our accomplishments and our um, and and possibilities. So history. Is a is an awesome way to widen our perspective. When you, a lot of you know, generals will read history to figure out how to move forward in battle. This is why you know we love books and storytelling. We can also practice mindfulness. Mindfulness becomes an an, an incredible way of becoming more aware of our thoughts and our biases. Right by being present and conscious of our mental processes, we can better challenge preconceptions and see things more objectively. So if mindfulness is just about saying, I'm going to focus on this one thing, and anytime my my thoughts and my mind go off into something else, I'm going to bring it back to this one thing, whether it's eating, whether it's uh, writing, whether it's breathing, whether it's exercising, like, you get to decide what you're going to be mindful of at this very moment, whether it's a conversation that you're having or even listening to me, deciding that I'm not going to do anything else except listen to this podcast. Listen to Listening to my voice is a way of practicing mindfulness. We could also, you know, volunteer and give back as a way of widening our perspectives on life and what's possible and the opportunities, right? When you are volunteering 
Um, it exposes us to different societal issues and challenges that other people face. And, and in that term, we might find a solution to our own um, challenges and struggles, or maybe even if not a solution, but a way to manage it. Um, Amy Tan talked about having all these symptoms of uh, her balance was off, she was moody, she was in pain. And um, it was until like, I think four months or four years of, of research and going to doctors that she finally figured out that she had Lyme disease. Lyme disease. Can you imagine being misdiagnosed? I think she said four years and then finding out you have Lyme disease. So, you know, as we broaden our perspectives, it allows us to narrow in on what the root cause of our challenges so that we can better attack it and confront it and manage it instead of avoiding it and trying to hide or suppress it, right? And then lastly, if we're talking about widening our perspectives, we want to step outside our comfort zone, try new activities, play pickleball, you know, play pickup basketball, play horse, table tennis, um, you know, cards, join a crochet group, join a motorcycle gang, join a band. You know, Amy Tan, uh, New York Times bestselling author, she published like 20 books, and she decided to join a band just to mix it up a bit, a rock band. She doesn't have a, she's not a rock banner. She doesn't have a rock band voice. But she was like, let me do something different. So step into unfamiliar territory. Nothing makes us more present than stepping into a a novel experience where we have to have all our senses engaged and and our pupils dilate and all of a sudden we're looking all around and smelling the scents and feeling the things, right? It's almost like you imagine like a kid in a museum when there's a, a little kid in a museum for the first time, especially maybe like a dinosaur museum or a train museum, and they just want to, their eyes just get so big and they want to run around and touch all these different things. Then you imagine an adult in a museum, we're on our phones. <laughs> we're like, yeah, dinosaur bones, whatever, because we've seen this, uh, you know, a thousand times. So stepping out of our comfort zone, go snorkeling, scuba diving, try something a little different. And all these things will widen our perspective on what the the solutions or the ways of managing can be for our lives. Do me a seven-second favor. If there's any value you found in this, if you learned just one thing, Please share the episode with one other person so that you two can have a conversation about how you widen your perspective, right? And then with conversation, we build connection. And with connection, we build community. Let's get to tomorrow together. Remember, this podcast is not a substitute for you calling the 988 or any of the other 800 Phone numbers that are listed in all the show notes, no matter where you are in the world. You can chat, talk, text. You can go to thrivewithleo.com 
for one-on-one coaching with yours truly. Let's get to tomorrow together.